0: So sick of love songs. He enjoys good music. So tired of tears. Don't embarrass me. So done with wishing.
1: That's not good. So sad that's, and slow. That's, that's, that's not how it's supposed Why to sound. Why can't I turn off
0: the radio? <laughs> that's not oh, how it's supposed to
2: sound. Appreciate <laughs> it. First off, Chan. R&B mode. What's up, bro? <laughs> Great writing. Sure.
0: Doesn't care who sings it. Yo, he what does. A... Bro, that's how you do a you, too. We creatives in love. We love big souls on our shoes.
1: Neo, them ain't hard, are they? Huh? Them ain't hard.
3: Uh, Talk about these are I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have went with the socks and the shoes. These are my R&B shoes and socks. I might have, I might have went with one or the other. I don't know if I would have. No, did the, the, all. the combination. <laughs> Listen, it don't you can't look for
1: an ally and then when the ally tells you your shit's garbage, you be mad. I didn't uh, look for an I ally. Say,
0: I just wanted to talk about the heels on the shoes. I didn't say
3: it was garbage. I just said the combination
0: I probably wouldn't have went for. It. That's all, Because oh, he did that for you. Yeah, this is definitely my R&B outfit. Yes. This is it. Wow. I've been saying it all morning. <laughs> Wow. Neo Cole, like. you working on the deal, huh? No, I can't sing, <laughs> but I would play in the video. Like if Neo makes a love song mm-hmm. and he don't want to be like the star of the video, then I could be the star of the video. I should probably the be video him. You, you see what I'm
1: saying? Love interest? I'd be the. I'm. I'm the. I'm the look on the show.
0: You're the least handsome person on the show. It's my, ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's my ass, bro. I'm the looker. Though, since you bought those teeth, you've been oh, totally wow. different. Everybody yes. talk to me first. <laughs> Jeff, <telling>. n- only <laughs> note they only talk to you because you say stupid things. And listen,
3: I got
1: these teeth done. They can kiss my ass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Doing Do too much. Is right. R&B RC. I am curious as to what makes this an R&B outfit, specifically. Because
0: I got the big pants on. this huh like, You know what, Neo?
3: I'm I'm just curious. I'm just- Listen, I'm coming
0: from a place of love. (laughs) I don't don't feel- These are
3: genuine questions. I don't feel that. These are genuine questions. No judgment I feel like,
0: no, your writing is turning into toxicity. Ah, here we go. Right? (laughs) At At first, you were writing and you were bringing people together, uh, right? I don't know if it was around the time you started writing for Rihanna and she was telling people mm-hmm. that she wasn't fooling with them and all that. I don't know. I thought this was going to be <laughs> Libra brothers banding <laughs> together. It's absolutely that. It your, Does not
3: feel like as it? As your Libra brother. Does it feel like don't it?
0: Don't do that again. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> as your Libra brother. Yeah. Is, See, that's, that's, that's a place of love. If I had love, I wouldn't say that. No. You know what? It's time for a damn pivot. Do the show what <laughs> I <get. laughs> How about that? Hold up. Limitless, take a stomach cap in it. I father here to witness it. Get my people feeling militant way I'm get me up. want on a mission get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On vision I can trust, trust. Limitless, take a stomach cap in it. I father here to witness it. Get my people feeling militant. When I'm get me up, On Wanna mission get me up. knowing me, I got the key. Welcome to the show, brother, man. Appreciate we appreciate you, dog, appreciate for sure, it. man. We appreciate you being here. For us, it's always good, you know, as football players and feeling like we reached a level of excellence in what we did to have an opportunity to talk to somebody that's in a different field or has a different platform, who's also done that three-time Grammy Award winner and, to me, more deserving than that on many other occasions. Appreciate it, man. It's one of those cool things when you start to research and you're like, oh, he wrote that song? Oh, he wrote that song? Yeah. Man. Oh, how he put himself in that place to write that song. But, you know, growing up, being born in Arkansas, uh, living life in Vegas uh, with your mother, talk a little bit about your upbringing and how that helped shape you creatively. Creatively, um, I'm sorry.
3: Was born in Arkansas, Camden, Arkansas, which is, uh, uh, I don't even think you can call Camden a city. It's a town, sorry, it's itty, itty bitty right outside of Little Rock, which is the main, you know, city in Arkansas. But I grew up there, well, was born there, then the majority of my growing up in Las Vegas, which culture shock, you know, you got cornfields and, and flamingo feathers, it was weird. It was just, it just created a weird justification. But um, I grew up in a house full of women. Uh, you know, mom and dad tried, didn't work out. Dad decided he didn't want to play no more. So it was my mom, my sister, my grandmother, five aunts, and me. Dang, till I was like 16, yeah, yeah. Now, growing up in a household like that, you you, you definitely learn some things. You, you learn uh, the, the the strength of a woman. You learn the the resilience of a woman. You you realize just how much smarter they are than us in so many aspects. And I think that comes from an ability to to navigate emotion without fear. You know what I mean? Like I think a lot of, I think a lot of men get caught up in you know th- this macho thing where you're not supposed to show any emotion or you know, you're supposed to keep this heart out of core, out of, out of shell. But growing up in that house, my mother said, if it feels good, smile, and if it hurts, cry, never be ashamed or afraid to do either. Because God has given you all of those for a reason. I think a lot of people don't realize your emotions are, they have purpose. You're supposed to use them. You're not supposed to be run by them. You're not supposed to be controlled by them. Of course, you don't pull out a hammer to, to you know, to, to screw in a, a light bulb. You, know, you use the right tool for the right job. But to deny that the toolbox exists at all is is you know is doing yourself a disservice as just as a human being aside from being a man, yeah, man. I learned a lot growing up in that house i like uh, uh, you said something uh, along the lines of how did he put himself in that place to write that, and I feel like you were referring to it's been said to me before uh well I, I've received accolade for being able to uh get into the mind of a woman right the, the but that's not, that's never been a bro. I couldn't tell you what women think. I have no idea. I have no clue. I don't think any man does. I think women's complexity is part of their beauty. However, I write from a standpoint of a person that's not afraid of emotion. I write from the standpoint of a person that's not afraid to be vulnerable, that's not afraid to to express how they really felt about a situation regardless of what somebody may think about it, what somebody might say about it, you know, and for whatever reason, those songs just tend to Fair better with women over over the course of my career how does that
0: put or does that put any pressure on you in relationships though because sometimes you can hear a song and think oh that's exactly how this person is all the time and then if you do something contrary to that you know a woman has no problem pointing out something you've said so i know for you something you've written for sure yeah you know like where is this guy
3: yeah i can't be mr love song and then turn around and and not be Mr. Love song. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a, a, a lesson that I've learned over time. I mean, the reality is uh, that I'm, I'm not perfect. you know. I ain't never wrote the song where I said I was perfect. Yeah. I know right from wrong, but I feel like so does everybody. That they never stopped you from doing nothing wrong before. It just That just kind of is what it is. I think it's, it's, it's human to err, but it's also human to compartmentalize and go, all right, well, he writes these songs. Clearly, this has got to be who you are. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, all the time, and it's like, nah, you're you're mistaking Neo for Schaefer. Like, right? mm. Neo is the identity that has given you this this man that you hope to one day meet, or, or you know, somebody that's gonna treat me like that. Somebody... Okay, and, and mind you, it's it's a beautiful picture. However, Schaefer is the real picture. Meaning, I'm gonna treat you right, but I but I'm also not above making a mistake. And then to that point.
1: Honestly, nasty. I'm getting nasty now. But <laughs> when, so when when you so like it's so romantic and stuff, hmm. you gotta show out every time in the room, in the bedroom. Then, <laughs> cause like you you done painted this, you just said the picture you painted, and now you can't be, you know. I be tired sometimes, Neil. You know, sometimes I got <laughs> I got I got a minute and a half for you, baby. I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got today.
3: Well, see that that's that's creativity goes a long way. I, I, what, what, what you can't do with, you know, certain members of your member, you do with other areas, with other things, you know? It's, it's, it's about being creative. And that's, that's the, the thing that, that has helped me over the years because I'm 44 years old now and yeah, I'm I'm tired too. I get it. (laughs) I totally understand, you know? So I'm I'm gonna make sure, I'm gonna make sure that you have a good time. It might not be as long of a good time as you (laughs) wanted or thought you was gonna have. But you are going to enjoy yourself. You know? now, what I, call,
1: I call that the bottom drawer. Hey, got some stuff in that bottom drawer. Hey, listen. Yeah,
3: you know, some uh, I
1: knew battery power. Ex-
3: I'm saying, accessorize. Nothing <laughs> <That ain't> wrong. <laughs> <You never laughs> wrong. with
2: accessorize. That didn't take long. Not that's so he just got Usually there. you wait until <laughs> the middle of the show. That's all good. To get yeah. Nah, he, he usually let him warm up, but he nasty nasty. i, I a- done
1: made, d- d- made a lot of love to Neo's songs, so. <laughs> you know, and, that, and, that's, and that's
2: what it's for. <laughs> that's that's what, it's for. Exactly what it's for. You feel like that's he been in the room? Nah, that's no. a fact. That's that's but, a, that's what you You saying? know, I don't care.
1: <laughs> you know, if you want to watch Neo shit, we can I mean
0: I care. I would rather <laughs> not. Look, he's see, like I'd rather what I'm saying? not watch. <laughs> I'm... Hey
2: bro, nah. can we care? since we on creativity <laughs> 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 Since the theme is creativity, uh you've done a lot though, man. I'm a fan, we're all fans. Appreciate it. Uh from your music to acting to dancing, inspiration or your artistic pursuit. You know, where, where, are, where those influences come from?
3: Like I said, you know, I grew up in a house full of women. My mother was my musical hero, and it is still my musical hero. Like, I wanted to learn how to sing because of my mother's love of, of Army music. Army music initially, and then it, 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 you know, evolved into all kinds of music. But it, initially, it was Army music. And um, I, I hated my singing voice when I was younger. Cause I didn't sound like the cats that my mom used to listen to you know she listened to to the OJs and and the Temptations and right. you know these these kind of thick raspier voices and I ain't had that when I was young you know my, my joint was you know kind of nasally and high and a little weird I, I hated singing so that's when my mom introduced me to Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder and uh, she, she said to me basically like look at the way that they use their instrument and it'll help you get more comfortable with your own you know, uh, Michael Jackson's tone, uh, Stevie Wonder's tone. I, I kind I learned how to sing, basically mimicking those two gentlemen. And then from there, um, went into just style and performance and things of that nature. I started uh, looking at a lot of prints. Um, you know, growing up in Las Vegas, the Rat Pack was a thing. Gravitated to Sammy, of course, because he was the one in the group that looked like me. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> and um just fell in love with the fact that this man could do it all like like Sammy was easily the strongest member of the Rat Pack which you know uh is arguably why Frank kept him so close cuz you know how dangerous he was that man could sing dance act comedy you name it he could do it and he did it well just being a renaissance man of entertainment like that's that's something that that you know that kind of hit me hit different with me and then you go into your Marvin gaze you go into your your uh, uh, wait, Prince, Michael Jackson, Steven Wonder, Sammy Davis Jr., Marvin Gaye. Yeah, those are my five kings, mm. you know what I mean? Like, if I could take these five people and meld them into one person, that person is who I've always aspired Neo to be.
2: Yeah. Right, so I want to follow up to that. Um, most recently, Drake tied MJ with mm-hmm. the most number ones on the top 100, right? Yeah, yeah. Charts. Ryan has been quoted as saying Chris Brown is more talented than Michael Jackson. Well, coming from an R&B student Mm -hmm. and legend yourself, Mm -hmm. I wanna know your thoughts on that. MJ, Chris Brown, who's more talented?
3: I don't think that the healthy part of that conversation is trying to create competition there, you know? Uh, Because Chris will come in this room and sit in your face and say that there would be no Chris Brown. If without not for doubt. Michael and he Jackson, he responded that way. You know, so from a standpoint of who's more talented, I think it becomes relative at that point. Like it's it's about who you are. It's subjective. Yeah, it's, it's subjective. as as all opinions are. You know, it's about this about the person you're talking to. Me personally, um, both are amazing dancers, both are amazing singers. However, you have to factor in that some of the things that Michael Jackson was doing, he was doing without the without the use of technology that we have today. You know, without the ability to touch the whole world in a second, you know, it was it was a different time back then. And he was putting up the numbers he was putting up. You know, it's, you, you, you can't you almost can't compare the two situations. Michael Jackson, I, I've yet to see. All respect to Chris Brown, love Chris Brown to death, but I've yet to see Chris Brown pop up on the stage and just stand still for 15 minutes, and <laughs> grown ass men is fainting in the in the crowd. In the crowd, I've yet to see Chris do that. You know, not saying he's not capable of it. I've just yet to see it. Right. So okay. I, I think It was a
2: multi-layered question, kinda. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was real heavy because he oh, talked so about you? talent. He's talking about basketball and just talent. Well, the first thing
0: I well, just along say, with, you know, I said if we put them in a musical Olympics, I like Chris Brown. That's all I was saying, in a talent. Okay. Olympics, but See, now,
3: that's, 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 that's broad. Yeah, I know, Olympics, broad. what are the, what are the categories, what are the games in this musical Olympics? I also don't Olympics? like this either, though. Because basketball
0: would not be in the musical Olympics. I didn't say basketball was in it. You tried to pin him against me in my outfit, <laughs> right? You trying to pin him against me with Christmas. That's his
2: space, it's it's expertise. I freaking, you know, I, bur- bro, I our birthdays them. are like, four
0: or five days away from one another. And hey, you've been, right? been singing his songs all morning. I've been singing his songs. As soon as y'all, he come in, this is what we do. You know what, we'll handle this later. You got your own clothing line. <laughs> that guy, <got>, whatever. <laughs> oh, I am your brother, I, Let's, I just, let's your try brother. to get back here. I do have this question, though. In mentioning all of those musical influences, mm. you start to hope to reach the sort of success that those Entertainers had mm-hmm. and obviously when you do get to the point of winning Grammys and having these different hits the fame Come comes along with that mm. as well What was that sort of adjustment like for you having people pay so much attention to not only who neo is But who Schaefer is as well? Ugh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I will say I-,
3: I have absolutely zero regrets in my life. I regret nothing however were it possible to go back and get, go back and do my career over, and maybe take the route that that Sia took, you know, the artist Sia, mm-hmm. yeah, where where if Sia walked past you today, you wouldn't know who the hell she was. Like I think I Chance might, said, I might have took that route. Chance
0: said, just like Sia, you can't see her.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's a bar. Jeez, all right, Chance, do you think the concept of celebrity that was, that was a, a serious adjustment because. I've never been a person that moved based off of what I thought somebody was gonna think or or feel, you know, especially strangers. Like, I don't don't know you. Why am I worried about your opinion of me? I've never moved like that. And being in the music industry almost kind of forces you to concern yourself with the opinions of strangers. And mind you, I I got into the business, you know, before social media became what it is right now. You know, it was a thing, but it wasn't the only thing the way it is right now to where, you know, you, you, you online telling total strangers what you ate for breakfast like that. Mm-hmm. I don't come from that era. So it's just always been weird to me to put so much importance and emphasis on other people's opinions. It's like, what, I, what I've, and mind you, it, it has taken me some time to realize this, but what I've realized is that opinions are one relative and two, not special, because every single person on the face of this planet has one. So if I know that everybody in the room has an opinion, including myself, why would I ever allow anyone else's opinion of me or something that I believe in be more important than my own? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And people, but people do it all day long. You get on there and you look at somebody talking crazy about you, and you allow yourself to actually feel away yeah. about what a stranger has said about you. A stranger who who probably is is worse off than you, not that that matters at all, but you just, it just like you allow it to be so important to you. and i I've, I've never really cared. And then when I was like kind of forced to care, it it just didn't it didn't fin well with me and it took a minute for me to realize that my import my opinion is just as important as anybody else's to be a celebrity so to speak, is to kind of live your life in a fishbowl a little bit. Yeah, yeah. everybody's paying attention and judging you slightly harsher than they would the average person.
0: That's what I was gonna get to, but you got to it. You're saying that your opinion matters like other people? No, it matters more to some than other people's mm-hmm. opinion. And I think that's where the difficulty of celebrity like you were able to gain comes into play.
1: It was a time I talked about in college, where I got arrested and I opened a newspaper that next morning, whatever, Monday morning, mm-hmm. and somebody at the Orlando Sentinel said, you need to put this guy in a cage until Saturday to cut him out and play football. And that's what changed my mind about like, I don't I don't give a damn about anybody thinks about me. That's the whole thing with like, the show is, I don't give a shit about what no one thinks or says about me at all. Mm-hmm. But I remember that moment that I had to click my mind out of it. Was there a moment that you had to, that you went through a time where you were like, you know what, I can't worry about everybody's opinion.
3: Well, yeah, yeah, it, in the beginning, um, I, and mind you, I can, I can speak, at the, uh, speak about this because I was definitely one of those people. I'm not finna sit here and act holier than thou. Yeah, in the beginning, it mattered to me what people had to say. And when, you know, if somebody said something about me that just flat out wasn't true or, 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 or gave an opinion, you know, that was negative, I would feel away. you know, or, or spoke, you know, spoke foul about somebody that I, that I cared about. I remember there was a point where people was going at my girl, you know, real hard about something. And in the beginning, I was clapback king. I'm on there, you know, talking to people people that I don't know from Adam. Like, fuck you, whatever the case may be. Just going back and forth to where my manager called me one day uh, in the middle of one of my rants and like, bro, what are you doing? Mm. And I'm defending my woman. Oh, word from who? From these people online. Oh, so you you defending her like somebody came to the house, like they they pulled up with weapons after her or something? They, well, no. Then who? Are you, then what are you defending her from? Who are you defending her from? These people don't know y'all. You know what? If anything, you've made this person's day by taking time out of your busy schedule to respond to their foolishness. Like you do you doing that person a favor with all of that right now. And at the end of the day, you're not stopping nobody from doing it. It's not like you're gonna pull up at his house and break his fingers you ain't doing that. If you ain't doing that, it ain't no point in even allowing yourself to be bothered by this. It's just what it is. People are allowed to say whatever the hell they want to say about whoever the hell they choose to say it about. And it just is what it is, man. Like, you can't, there is no way around it. So that, it was that moment for me that made me realize I'm putting too much importance on what these people think and how they feel about situations and circumstances that they have no clue as to the reality of, you know what I mean? So That's yeah, that was over, that was the moment for me.
2: Does that overconsumption of social media create sort of a creativity block where you might have to uh uh just uh, uh shut it down for a while, to get in the zone?
3: Definitely so. Yeah, man. It's uh it's it's the concept of just being oversaturated with with all of it, man. Like it just becomes a lot you know you you get an amber load on your phone now what you do all right cool you, you keep it pushing like they didn't just tell you that a child is missing mm-hmm. you know what I mean but you it happens so often and you hear it so much that you desensitize to it and that that's that kind of becomes the situation with all with all things when you just overdo the social media it's like you know you, you oversensitize when it come to women when it come to emotion when it come to Politics, when it comes to everything, it's just, it's just nothing is a big deal because everything is a big deal for seven seconds.
0: You mentioned being 44. Yes, uh, sir. You're our ages, uh, Fred, is a little bit older than Here us. Uh, you know, recently he lost a close friend that he was born around the same time with mm-hmm. Dick Buckus. Shout out to the legend. And so God he's damn, a he's bro. a little bit older than
2: I'm. 47, uh, dog. <laughs> than, than we
0: are, you know. But you got to deal
2: with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Hey, talk about social media and social media. I do believe it's it's good at certain times to, you know, show things about us that we care about. Mm-hmm. From following you, it's obvious you care about your babies. Absolutely. And, you know, you've said it's the the best thing. I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel the exact same way about mine. But along with that, and along with how people want to consume content constantly, especially about celebrities, you've had to deal with a ton of relationship things that I feel like people want to deal with privately. Mm-hmm. You've actually asked the world through social media or told the world, we are going to deal with this privately. But there's so many misconceptions, there's so many. There's so much misinformation mm-hmm. as well. How have you dealt with that in wanting to be the best you could possibly be to your family?
3: If you've really paid attention to me in regard to all of those situations, you'll notice that I don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. I rarely have a comeback for any of that because I also realize that the more attention I give it, you know, the bigger it grows. It's it's like, you know, I can put gasoline on that fire more than anybody else can, you know. But at the same time...
2: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I just don't,
3: I, I, I care, but I don't care. And I, I, what I, what I mean by that is this, my personal life is mine. There are aspects of my personal life that I choose to keep private because it ain't nobody's business. You know what I mean? That's just the, that's just the, the long and short of it. It ain't your business. And mind you, everybody—like we already we already covered—everyone has an opinion. Everyone is free and entitled to voice their opinion, and people take advantage of that that right all the time. But I just can't allow myself to explain things to people that ain't got nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, um, I, I you know, me and my wife—we got a divorce. You know, I made some mistakes. I made some absolutely terrible and horrible mistakes. You know, I've been exalted by the people that I've wronged, I've been forgiven. Why do I give a damn what y'all think about it at that point? You know what I mean? Me and my ex-wife are in a great place now. You know, as of right now, our focus, our only focus, and mind you, this is everybody's focus, everybody involved in the situation, is making sure that our children know love. That's it, that's it. They're healthy, they happy, they know love. And anything else outside of that really don't mean much or nothing. It's like. You know, I, I, tell, I tell the mothers of my children, listen, we don't have to be besties, okay? We ain't gotta call each other every Saturday and ask what we're doing and, and figure out ways to get, the we ain't gotta do none of that. That don't have to happen. What we do have to do is make sure that these kids is all right. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the part that, that, that's the most important part to me. And then as far as people and what they think and, and the opinions that they give, you can only judge me based off of the information that you have or think you have, mm-hmm. you know? It is not then my obligation to come in and fill in the blanks for you. That's not my obligation, you know. If I wasn't who I am, you probably wouldn't give a damn. Why? Because it ain't none of your business. Yeah. And that's just what that is. Again, and I understand what it is to be a celebrity, and and people go, well, you know, it's that's that's part of it. You know, there is no there. There are very few celebrities that get to do anything. Behind closed doors, and it stay behind closed doors. You know, even things that should remain behind closed doors. That's just kind of what it is to be a celebrity. You put yourself out there. You ask the world to accept and love you, and you got to deal with the good and bad that comes with that. I've heard that. That's that. has been said to me before. Yeah. That may be true in some cases, but in my case, the only part of me that I've ever asked anybody to love is my music. I ain't never asked nobody to love me. I ain't never asked you to to accept me, or accept. What I do, who I am as a father, who I am as a husband. I'm not your father. I'm not your husband. And when you listen to my music, you're not thinking about me. You're thinking about your father. You're thinking about your husband. And I, I don't need to be invited to the wedding, but you could play my song at the reception. And we good. That's that's all I that's all I've ever asked anyone to to deal with me in regard to, you know. Yeah. And I, I just you know I, I love my fans and I love everybody that that. Has allowed my music to be a part of, you know, these these special and timeless moments in their life. But as far as what you think about me as a person, it means absolutely nothing to me. It doesn't because I'm I'm not I'm not perfect. I ain't never said I was perfect. I ain't never said I was above a mistake. And if you gonna cancel or condemn me because I made a mistake, all right, well, that's your prerogative. I, I'm I'm the, the the sun is gonna come up tomorrow. My kids gotta eat. So. Yep. I'm gonna focus on those two things and let whoever feel however feel that because the truth of the matter is they're gonna feel it anyway. Like, if you just got it made up in your mind that you're gonna misunderstand me, why would I waste any more time trying to explain anything to you? You've decided to feel this way about me. You've decided to, to, to have this opinion of me. You've made, it, you've made it up in your mind, this is who I am. Okay, well if your mind is made up then why am I why am I wasting time and breath trying to explain otherwise to you? It don't make any sense. Father of seven, right? Yes sir. Seven. Cause
1: I got my son, I got a twelve year old, and now he's trying to, like you say, the social media stuff. He wants mm-hmm. the Instagrams and all that stuff. But, like, I'm thinking about all the stuff we talk about in this show, and I'm very revealing with different stuff, arrest and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, protecting the the babies, though. Like you said, hell with everybody else. But now, at some point, my son's gonna come up and ask me about these sex stories. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, like, from that that standpoint of, yeah, the hell with them, but now I gotta... gotta, How how do you do that at the level of fame you are? I, I will never be as famous as you are. How do you do that?
3: I don't hide much from my kids. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not... You know, sitting down with my kids going, all right, and look what blog daddy was in today, guys. I'm not doing that. Right. But at the same time, you know, um, when me and my wife split up, I sat with my kids and we had a conversation about it. Like, my, my kids are mature enough to, for me to be able to do that. Like, look, here's the situation. What I've learned about children is that if you make it a big deal, it becomes a big deal, right? If you approach it like it's just sad and, and, and you know, oh, woe is me situation, oh, me and your mama, we don't love each other no more. And if you turn it into that, then that's how they are gonna take it. Like, I didn't, I didn't take that approach with my children. You know, I came to my children like, listen, this does not mean that we don't love each other. It simply means that we've figured out that we're better friends. And now y'all have an additional house to go to uh, every other weekend if you feel like it. You can stay at mommy house, you can stay at daddy house, you can stay at granny house, you can stay at Titi house. It's, it's just—it's just about the way the way that you approach it with kids. You know that whole concept of if your little man fall down, if you go oh oh oh, oh, he gonna start crying. Uh, but if you if you fall, let him fall and let him get back up on his own, he'll be like, right. it's the same concept. You make it a big deal and it becomes a big deal. You make it something that they don't have to, you know, they don't have to be bothered by and they won't be bothered by it. The kids, they're impressionable. I don't I don't I don't feel I don't feel the need to. Hide anything from them because we live in the information age. At some point, you're they gonna, gonna see to it. it. Yeah. Like no matter what you do, at some point, if be it, be it some be it one of your little friends at school, bring it to you. I could I could say, no iPad, no phone, you know, and they're gonna go to school and somebody gonna bring it, some way, somehow it's gonna get to them. So I feel like the best thing that you can do is just make sure that they're prepared when it gets to them. Don't let it be a shock to them when it when it gets to them. Like I know that already. You ain't, ain't I, I know, yeah, this happened, I'm aware, what What else? That's the standpoint my kids can take because daddy didn't already talk to them about it. You know, Mommy didn't already talk to them about it in a way that a child can understand.
2: I love that mindset. I want to pivot back to music though. Yes, sir. You're the Gentleman, critically acclaimed classic. I'm sure we appreciate you for it. I always wanted to know, right? So you have these artists and you grow up, you listen to them and they're amazing and then they kind of, kind of disappear for a while. Mm -hmm. Not saying that they're not active, but you're like, damn, I want more. You know, I'm a fan of this person, I want more. One, you've been in the game for so long. I guess one, how do you stay motivated to continue to uh, create amazing music, whether that's singing or or writing, you know, for others? Much like Usher, who's had this resurgence with his residency in in, uh, Vegas. Do we expect, or can we expect to see something from you like that in the future?
3: The first part of your question: How do I stay motivated? I, okay, uh, 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 fun fact about me: I do this because I love it. I write music because I love it. If there was no money in music anymore, you still find me in the studio somewhere. Like it's my therapy. It's 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 what I do. It's my video games. That's what music yeah. is to me. And. You know, I've always made me, I won't say always. There was definitely a point where I let the industry steal a little bit of my joy, because it took this thing that that I loved so much and turned it into a means to be popular, or, or you know, or if you, or if God forbid, you weren't popular, all of a sudden you were no, you weren't good anymore. You know what I mean? As as if the number of eyes looking at what you're doing validates the the quality of it. Right. And that ain't the case. if two million people come to the show, if two people come to the show, me and them two people gonna rock out, we're gonna have the greatest time of our life because I am on stage doing something that I love to do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come from how many people know what I'm doing, how many people know my name, how many albums are sold, you know what I'm saying like I think that that's where a lot of artists get get wrapped up and then you start chasing the world. You know what I'm saying? You start chasing trends and fads and, and now you look like the old dude in the club. What are you doing here? This ain't for you. Why are you, what are you? That's never gonna happen to me because I'm not about a trend or a fad. I don't really care if my room, if my name is the biggest name in the room. I don't, I'm not, that's not what I'm in it for. You know, if you're not, if you're not in it chasing that, then you don't fall into those traps. It's like, oh, they, they rapping like that now? All right, well, let me, let me. Listen, this is what I do. And I know, that I know for a fact that I do this well. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact that I do this from the heart. And anything that you do from the heart, you're typically going to do well. And anything that you do well, typically, the people that are supposed to catch you and find you will catch you and find you. Right. you know. Now, how many people that is, if you, allow that, if you allow that to be a motivating factor as to why you do what you do, well, you might be disappointed because it might be two people today. Correct. It might be five people today. There might be five million people next week. Like, you have no idea. You, get, you can't do it from that place. You can't do it from a place of, all right, I got to make this money. Anything that you, took, that you take that and allow that to be the motivating factor becomes hollow. You done took the passion out of it. You done took the love out of it. So, not, so it's not, it's, it's not going to be as fulfilling and authentic as you want it to be because you're doing it for, you're doing it for a shallow reason. I do this because I love it. And if nobody ever bought a Neo album or song ever again in life, me and my kids will have the most amazing dance parties in my damn basement <laughs> every other night to daddy's music. And I'd be cool with that. Right. Because my, my son is my biggest fan. I'm good.
0: Hey fellas, it's week eight, and it's the same thing with us. We still partner with DraftKings. And if any new customer that signs up use uses the promo code adjust, place a $5 bet instantly, $200 in bonus bets. Now, y'all know I'm going to tell y'all to get
1: the same game parlays, but you know what DraftKings going to do? If you lose, they're going to give you a bonus
0: bet.
2: Come on now. DraftKings watching out first.
0: Man, that's a Channing Crowder kind of bet.
2: <laughs> hey, listen. All I know is just get this little device, get you an account, and then you get money. Easy. Do everything they said. Make it happen.
0: Hey, get your mobile devices out, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, any new customer using promo code adjust, Place a $5 NFL bet and you instantly get $200 in bonus bets. Now, back to the show.
1: You're amazing, obviously. Grammy Award winning, like everybody what knows you your, you know, your, your, your discography and all that stuff. What's that? Why What's are it? you? Discography. This, discography? What's that? Discography? That's,
0: that's what it's called. That's what we're I'm just, yeah. I'm proud of you. Man, damn. damn. I'm
1: saying, made me say, fuck you in front of Neil. <laughs>
2: You <laughs> already said it. Yeah, he, 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 he it was
0: passive
3: aggressive. Like, he, he insulted you in a compliment. You see how he do it?
0: Like, ooh, that was a big word, brother. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you this. Neo can't come back. He caught a lot of mess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He started a lot of mess, dog. <laughs> like, OK,
3: like I, th- like I threw the rock and hit my hand.
1: I, yeah, he's, I, I,
2: he's like, ready. I did that.
3: Because even,
1: like, look at the, the name comes from Yes. somebody said that you see music like Neo saw the matrix, like it's different. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean? Like, why are you better at music than pretty much the world? Why, nah. What, what makes, for real, man, <laughs> honestly, like, he plays safety, he would knock your damn head off, he was smart as hell. This man ran a four-two at 240. Like, yeah, it how you knew why they was ridiculous? Special. Why are you special at yes. this?
3: I don't know, man. I, uh, that is a good question. What makes Neo special? I think that I understand the power of music, I think that I understand the concept that the right lyric can change your day. Like the right song will make you rethink your outfit before you leave the house. The right song yeah. will make you, you know, make you do something stupid behind that girl that you know is stupid, but you do it anyway. Like the right song will inspire you and motivate you to do that. Music is vibration, frequency, emotion. It can change a belief system. It can, it can, can change an idea, it can change a thought it breaks down barriers. You know, I remember the first time I went to Japan and I was tripping because it's like, I, I don't speak any Japanese. How am I gonna communicate with these people? The music. It's a music festival. It's 30,000 people that I can't speak to. But as soon as they heard ding, 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 we all spoke the same language mm-hmm. in that moment. They sang every word. Now, I don't know if they knew what they were saying, but they sang every damn word. And that was when I knew like, this is not, This is a power that you're not supposed to toy with. To this day, I don't understand how a person can write a song about nothing, about nothing. You're literally holding an atom bomb in your hand and you're trying to play tennis with it. Like, that don't make no damn sense. You can change things with music. And I think that in that I understand that, it just makes my songs hit a little different because Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm respecting the power of music when I do what I do. I'm understanding that in this moment, I could be the reason that you and your wife go home and argue, or make love. I know that I could I could be the I could be the the deciding factor in that with this song, or with this performance. You know what I mean? I'm aware of, of that power, and I and I respect that power. Nowadays, that power is not as respected as it once was.
0: My question to you that really interested me, when you know we found out we get an opportunity to sit down with you is we look at people's bodies of work as them mm-hmm. right like you know like you know how ignorant folks be at the cookout like we all feel like we like depressed mary j right, <laughs> right. when mary when mary j makes a happy song black people really be mad <laughs> you know what i'm saying like oh, we don't want her to be happy we want her to say not gonna cry mm-hmm. you know what i mean and but for you you are writing for others as well mm-hmm. what is your creative process like? How do you put yourself in that place to say, okay, I do have that atom bomb. And mm. I'm not gonna play tennis with it for me for sure, right? Because mm. when Neo sings that, we're we're attaching that to you. But like I said, there's so many songs I just realized were written by you. Mm. How do you put yourself in that place to care that much for other people as well?
3: Well I mean, okay, so it's no secret to anybody that I write a lot of love songs or songs based in and around the black, white, and gray of love. Um, there is a method to that madness that is absolutely on purpose because love is an energy that will never go out of style. It may not be the most uh, the most popular topic at the coffee table right in the moment. However, it ranks right up there with oxygen, food, water. You need it to live. A lot of people don't realize it, but you need it. It's, it's, it's an energy that is needed and, and necessary to maintain this life. So I stay in that place because I feel like everybody in some way, shape, form, or fashion has experienced the black, white, or gray of love. Be it the bad part of it, the good part of it, the the I'm not certain part of it, the the fact that love and infatuation is is cousins that look just like each other sometimes. Everybody has experienced that in some way. And I figure uh, if I'm writing for a person that I don't have the luxury of being able to call personally, like, hey, so writing a song like this, Would you say this like if i can't do that then i keep it in that realm i keep it in the realm of love and relationship and just knowing that everybody you know everybody can't dock everywhere but everybody can dock there you know everybody can dock there in some way shape form fashion you know you i'ma let the fact that it's a love song be enough to grasp your attention and then from there now we go get on the phone you're gonna say okay but i would say this, or I would handle okay. it this way. Now I can custom make it to what it is you want. But initially, the foundation, the base of it is going to be love and, you know, what that is in the
0: in the black, white, or gray of. Hey, man, you don't get tired of love. Sometimes love just sucks. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You don't ever go to the studio and say, you know what? We going to dance today because... We can dance to love. <laughs> we can dance to anti-love.
3: One of my biggest songs is Anti-love. Why can't so sick of love songs? Why can't I turn off the radio? Yeah. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about love. It's multifaceted. It ain't just you know, waterfalls and, and butterflies and not nah, everybody know that ain't real. Not all yeah. the time. Right. Not all the time. How? But if you can write about the good part of it and the bad part of it, and that middle area where you you what are we when you get to ask those
0: kind of questions? You know, I hate that question. So what are we exactly? What are we? I feel like the what are we always, I come,
3: at annoyed a, hey, it always
0: come at a great time. You feel like the relationship going good. you just chilling. You mm-hmm. love the place you are. What are we? And immediately you hate the relationship. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> we all say the same like, dumb answer.
0: We good. <laughs> 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 we cool. <laughs> <laughs> you damn dummy. <laughs> I
3: mean, we good. We, you know, what, what you <laughs> say. We good. Oh, we
0: be like, we you chilling. About the, uh,
2: <laughs> white, black, and gray. I thought you was talking about... His shoes and socks oh, come along. <laughs> nah, no, seriously, I, I want to ask you. I what don't sort even want to talk you, about you got, you you got energy. You've got a poet spirit in there. I see how you feel right, right. that. What sort of Can energy you write you for anybody? Can I what? Write for anybody, yes. like any artist. Can you write for a sexy red? Yes. Yes, I could. It'll be the
3: most intelligent song she's ever done, yes. I can you write
2: can, it. Like, off the top, can you, like, two, two, two bars, two lines? Two like, lines
3: for Sexy Red? Right, right, right. Oh, no, that's, that's gonna require me to sit and, and really, really think about making that <laughs> yep. right. You know, much love to Sexy Red. I ain't got no beef, with you want We good? Oh, no, no,
2: no, mm-hmm. not for sure. I, oh, I just want to see, like, it. where it can kind of show a different side of her as well. You well, know, because she a, gets so a certain type of... She's, a in, a, she's type. in the
3: best possible space right now. She's shown us one element of herself. Which means there is so much room to grow into whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? So she's in a great place right now. You know the element that she's shown us. People have have you know choose choose to like or dislike or whatever the case may be, but in that she's only shown us that one element. Sky's the limit. She can go wherever. So I could I could write. Sexy Red, her first love song about about being in love with somebody that you can't get close to. I could could write that song for Sexy Red because I'm sure that she could relate.
0: That brought up a a point, and I want to approach this um, extremely delicately. You said something about Sexy Red, which I in no way thought was offensive. (laughs)
3: Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: you immediately went, much love to Sexy Red, though I got nothing against her, Mm -hmm. right? And it's, we are all in that place where we can say, we don't care what people think. And we could truly mean that, Mm. but it doesn't mean that the perception of what we say and how people can misunderstand that and then regurgitate that doesn't affect us. It doesn't Mm. affect our bottom line. It doesn't affect the way that we're able to move. It doesn't affect the way that people want to do business with us. And then we have people who tell us, okay, maybe you should apologize for this. Maybe you should backtrack on that. How have you navigated being true to Neo, right, saying Mm -hmm. things that you truly feel, and then also realizing that once those things are part of the media cycle and that opinion Mm -hmm. starts to be part of that criticism, how do you navigate, okay, this is okay to leave out there, this is okay for people to think about me, this is okay, or this, I have to correct because it can affect me in other ways other than just my feelings.
3: I don't think that there's anything wrong with making it clear to, you know, an individual that I mean you no harm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that because if I genuinely mean you no harm, then why, why is it a big deal? Why, why would it be difficult for me to make sure that you understand? Look, I ain't got no beef with you. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. However, if you all of a sudden feel like I need to apologize for having an opinion about something, well, that's totally different because again we as we've been talking about it all day, everybody is entitled to their opinion. It's yours, and you can feel how you want to feel and you can express it when you want to express it so so for somebody to feel like you should apologize for giving your opinion on something when you are in fact an individual with an opinion i don't I don't agree with that, and I will never agree with that you know what i mean and i I just I just think that that's another form of bullying that's another form of just. I don't I don't I don't rock with that. If you are allowed to feel the way you feel, loudly and flamboyantly and big to, to the, for all the world to see, you're allowed to say, This is who I am, this is what I do, this is what I am, whatever the case may be. If you're allowed to do that at the top of your lungs and standing on a soapbox, I am allowed to equally
0: disagree with you. Do I'm allowed. And having dealt with that, you know in your career and recently as you've you've grown to understand that, is there ever a time, man, you just like, shoot, I just want to retreat and and just not be seen, not talk, not give that opinion, not speak, which is part of branding and marketing and continuing to let people know that you're here to do a job. Mm-hmm. But is it is ever like, man, listen, I just want to retreat to do what I love, which is right, which is make music, and not have to be a part of the media cycle that helps you, but in a lot of times also people use it against you.
3: Well, yeah. Yeah. And, and when I need those moments, that's exactly what I do. You know, I, I'll, I'll get in my studio and, you know, I, I'll fly me and my crew to Jamaica and we'll be out there for a week just cutting, you know, phones off. We, we ain't dealing with the world this week. We, we in here, we doing what we doing. And then once we are done, once we once we're recharged. All right, now let's get back in the storm. Yeah, I feel like everybody needs that from time to time. And it ain't nothing wrong with taking the moments. It ain't nothing wrong with turning your damn phone off for the day or just not going to IG today. You know, it ain't nothing wrong with that. It ain't nothing wrong with giving yourself a break from all that and coming back into your reality and your moment. You know, the past is gone and tomorrow ain't promised. You got right this second. It's really all that you have. You ever think about that? Like the past, the only way to get back to the past is in here. Mm hmm because they ain't figured out how to time travel yet. So the only way that you can get back to that thing that hurt you back there or that thing that upset you or whatever it was is in here, which means you have to physically do it. You got to go in your head and go and pull that memory back up. Same thing with the future. Can't get. It ain't no way for us to get there before we are supposed to be there. The only way to do it is to go in here. So the only thing you really and truly have is right here, right now. So why would I focus on that over there that ain't even happened yet, or that back there that happened and I can't change? I can't do nothing about it. It happened. It was what it was. I'm going to put my focus right here. I'm going to put my focus right here in this moment, and I'm not going to concern myself with things that aren't necessary to concern myself. It's like anxiety is the future. Depression is the past. If you live in the moment, you can avoid both.
2: You recently performed at the White House Mm -hmm. and also uh, Mike Rubin's uh, of July White Party. Yeah, man. What are those experiences like? Because it would seem that this is one end of the spectrum and then you got <laughs> crazy, <laughs> a lot of celebrities, a lot of crazy sh- at Mike Rubin's. What has been your favorite or most memorable yeah, or performance dope. in your career along with that?
3: Well performing at the White House was dope because I uh it was a fourth of July celebration. I got to take uh all of my kids with me. All oh. seven of my children were there. Well no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the, the youngest, the baby wasn't there, but but the six of my six other kids was there with my mom and my sister, and you know, my son broke something that is supposed to be priceless and <laughs> they let it slide. I, I, I Thank you to the White House, whichever camera, thank you for not making me pay for that. What was it? Uh, that some, it was some sort of it's a vase or something. I don't know. Your kids broke it. a it vase? The it one. broke. The White House? And I was like, I'm sorry, I replaced it. And they were like, you can't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: damn! Yeah, we
2: yeah, left y'all those niggas home.
3: Not gonna be able to go to the store and buy another one yeah. of those. Gonna... But no, but no, it was it was a it was a dope uh, it was a dope experience. Um, I did not know that Joe Biden was a neo fan. I ain't mad at that. I right, cool, Joe. Thank you, appreciate it. He actually sat on the balcony and watched the whole show, which I thought was cool because they told me that he don't do that. All right, well, damn, cool. But, dope, uh, yeah. If I ever need a favor, I'm I hit you up, Joe all-white party that was it's it's it just feels good to me to be appreciated in both in both spectrums you know whichever whichever wherever you which wherever your opinion puts you at it's like people that appreciate my music the president celebrities it's all blessings to me right it's all blessings to me at the end of the day most memorable performance ever um might have been just recently. I performed in Brazil at uh, at a music festival, and it was like a hundred thousand plus people there, Jeez. like just a man. literal sea of people. It's like to the point where it don't even look like people no more. It's just, wow. you know what I mean. And, and and the love was was so real, man. It was so it was it was deafening, you know, just the 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 noise and and the energy, like it was electric. And I'll I, I, I never forget that. If ever I get into that place where I start feeling underappreciated, which is rare, I, I can I can really pull up memories like that. You know, 80,000 people at Wembley Stadium all jumping up and down at the same time. Grab somebody sexy, tell them. <laughs> wow. 80,000, the building is shaking, you know what I mean? Off of a line that I wrote in the bathroom. Wow. Dang. It puts it in perspective for you, it's like, in the moment, I have I have no idea. I'm writing with feel good tonight. Mm, I want all of you. <laughs> Tonight, give me every yeah. That works. Wow. Go and record that thing. That just made eighty thousand people. Yeah, man.
0: That just made that song so <laughs> disgusted. No dog. No. Like that's a jam too, man. And now every time you hear it, you be like, hey, <laughs> hey. But it's gonna be the cool story I can tell people. You know, Neo was on the toilet when. Yeah. when it, you know, when you get old, talk, talking to your homeboy. You know. uh I was hanging out with Neo. Yeah, he wrote that on the toilet. On the toilet. Yes. Yeah. It was. Yes. That was in between poop one and two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's he gonna go. name drop you. A Neo.
3: few of my records have happened that way. Oddly enough, the toilet is is a place is a place where you can you can center and focus. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, you get you get shit out in there. There
3: you go.
1: <laughs> that's that's crazy there you say that because I was gonna say like how far into a song, like when you write a song, do you have no? Oh, I got this bad motherfucker here, or you gotta actually.
3: Oh, man. So to be honest with you. I don't never know what's going to hit i really and truly don't bro like i don't and the 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 few times that i've ever gone to the studio like all right today i'm going to write a hit it didn't happen like you know because that putting that pressure on yourself before you even get started is the surefire way to make sure that nothing is going to come out of that session because you you don't you don't set the bar too high like now i go in the studio and just go you know what wherever my artistic integrity and passion takes me is where we gonna go today. It could be a, could be a, a hook on a hip hop song, could be the best R&B record I've ever written, could be a pop record, I have no idea. We just gonna go in here and do what feel good and then hope that the world follows suit. I will say this, I have one member of my team, my, my manager, everybody calls him Tango. Tango, when I first met him, did not have a radio in his truck, <laughs> but was telling me that he was gonna manage my music career. I was like, you don't even listen to music. How are you going to make that make sense, pimp? Like, you know, there's no radio. We roll around in silence, like, forced to talk to each other types. But he's never been wrong, mm. ever. He's always picked the one. Like, and it'll be a situation where, like, the whole room is like, nah, man, it's number two. Tang was like, mm-mm. Number three. Really? Watch.
0: Go
2: for it,
3: go for it. And sure, enough, he's never he's never been wrong. My song "Closer," like when I when I wrote "Closer," I wrote it to sell it, cause I didn't feel like, I at, at the, I at the time I didn't feel like my fan base was gonna understand that coming from me. So I so my plan was to sell it. So I got finished with it. I'm like, yeah, we gonna sell this easy. They, they was like, sell it, nah, bro, that's yours. You better to keep that. Right. I'm like, nah, I don't keep this. This is t- 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 ah uh, uh, I'm good. Let's let's get it to somebody to do that. And they're like, bro. This is your song. Wow. it was Tango and Jay-Z, they were the two people, the two that believed in that record. Everybody else was like, mm, I mean, okay. And then they decided to make it a single. I'm like, yo, do y'all not like me? Are y'all trying to, are y'all trying to sink the ship? Like, this is not, this is not going, song comes out, first two months, nobody cared. And I'm like, see, I told y'all. We went to the label to have a meeting with them about changing singles. Before I got in the door good, Jay-Z stopped me like, bruh, do not get off this record. I understand. And ain't working right now. Do not get off this record. I promise you, when they get it, they're going to get it. I'm like, damn. As I'm about to walk into L.A. Reed office and tell him, yeah, let's switch singles, I go, like, you know what? I, we, we good where we at. I'll go with it. Damn. That year, we did the BET Awards, and I performed the record. And I I don't know if people just needed to know to be shown how to rock with it or whatever, but after that performance, that shit became a rocket, took off, and we never looked back. And to this day, Tango can hit me with a universal I told you so. Yeah. Wow. That he takes advantage of every chance he gets. Wow.
0: Every chance he gets. I mean, shoot, Tango and Jay Z though, I mean, that. I don't know Tango well. But <laughs> I know Jay-Z. <laughs> and he knows hits. Yeah. Ooh, oh yeah. yeah. Chan, is yeah. this good? You got, oh, it's got, delicious, bro. This new flavor. The new joint?
1: Yeah, man. cherry Limeade.
0: You, cherry you lime look made. like a cherry limeade drinker. Selsey's <laughs> probably made this for you. I have a little kid palate. <laughs> I just, I, drink sweet, <laughs> I drank some sweet. I drank mine flavors. already.
2: Mine is done.
0: Man, the 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 question we always ask, and especially with you such a, a multifaceted career also successful on so many different levels is, what's your biggest pivot? What's the the moment in your life that you look to as whether it's a turning point, whether it's something that motivated you to be different, to work differently, or something in your personal life that is, whether it's affected you or inspired you in a way that the neo we see sitting before us is not there or not here without that moment.
3: Around my second album, I remember, it was the Virgin Megastore, Superstore, whatever the hell, in, in New York. It don't exist no more. And we were doing a signing, uh, a meet and greet. You know, people come up with their CD. This is where really the CD's still. People come up with their CD or their poster. You sign it, take a picture, they go about the business, right? There's this guy standing in the line. Mind you, this is my second album, so my, my fan base is primarily female. And you got this one middle aged white dude standing in line with all women. So, right away, security is like, <laughs> right? We're <laughs> like, right, we, we watching this dude, right? So, he gets to the front of the line. He's not holding a CD, he's not holding a poster, or nothing. He walks up and he says, Bro, I was gonna kill myself yesterday, and then your song came on, and I didn't do it. Thank you and he walked away. That shit shook me to my core in that moment. Cause it was just such a, it was just a weird, like right now I'm chills just thinking about it. But what that did for me is made me realize that power that I, that I was talking about earlier. Music is not just words and pretty melodies. Music is a power, music is an energy. And it can change. It can change your thought. It can change your belief. It can save a damn life.
0: Dang.
3: Like, at this point, no disrespect to award shows and all of that, but for a person to come up to me and tell me that you know their first dance was one of my records, that's bigger than any award I'll ever be granted. That's that. That means more to me than any of the other stuff that's supposed to mean so much. You know what I mean? It's like. I feel more appreciation in that moment than I would standing at a panel in front of my peers holding a little trophy, like, wow, well, this thing's heavy. Um, what? Yeah. I saved a life with a song. He didn't tell me what song, he did have to. Ain't no matter. I saved a life with a song. You brought your baby into this world with one of my songs. You decided you want to spend the rest of your life with this person, and one of my songs was a part of that. That's why this Neil is sitting here Wow. for that. Oh, that's a yeah that's a wrap, bro.
0: That's that's amazing, <laughs> We appreciate your time, though. <laughs> cool. Damn. That was dope. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Hey, you, so feel, much more. you mentioned it kind of earlier. Do you feel yeah. like a, a responsibility I'm I'm sure. to make music age with you? Hold up. Take a guy, it. i here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant uh, Way I'm finna got me up uh, On a mission got me up uh, Knowing me I got the key uh, Only vision I can trust uh, Trust uh, Limitless Niggas stomach confident in it I fought the head to witness it uh, Got my people feeling militant uh, Way I'm feeling got me up uh,